0: Log Talk Radio.
1: I'm not talking about birthday presents. I'm talking about, what well, God makes the world bless you. You know, how many of you all know that's a form of hitting the lottery? Because you have checks that come in the mail you wouldn't expecting. You have blessings where the, the ones that own the title to your house that you're paying on say, oh, the taxes is going to go down because of whatever reason. But how many of you all know that when God bless you, no man can curse you? But on the other side, when God curses you, no man can bless you. I just want to say I'm so excited about what God is going to share with us tonight. I don't know what the man or woman of God is going to be speaking about, but what I do know is I'm prepared. I got my Bible. Hmm. Yes. I got my foot pad and my pen. I'm just ready to take down and write down some notes because, see, a lot of us think we know the way that God is going to grant, uh, you know, how entrance into heaven, but we don't. God said he takes the foolish things of this world to to confound the wise. And what we do and think is going to cause somebody to go to hell, we better leave that up to God because we don't know. We don't know who. All we have to be as concerned about is me. Hmm. Point to yourself. With the thumb and the, and the finger, and the, fold, the three fingers that fold back, me. That's what we have to be concerned about. The life I live, how does that get me to keep my name in the last Book of Life? So with all that being said, let's take time out. I'm going to introduce the thumb. I'm going to present to others. But I'm going to tell everybody about this awesome team of God, these awesome workers, that has took the time to bless us with their presence. I'm going to be on Facebook Live as well as on Blog Talk, but they're going to be coming to us by Blog Talk. They're going to be doing audio, so Facebook, just listen the And at the end, if you have any questions or concerns, you can type it in now, but on Blog Talk, they will get a chance to speak to the man and woman of God. So please be quiet. Uh, mute your phones if you're not of one of the speakers, mute your phone so you can make sure you hear what the man and woman of God is going to be speaking to us about. I would join in as God placed on my heart to make comments, remarks, or ask questions. Or if you write something in, I would um, tell them that. I would let them know that there has been a question or comment posed. Okay? So for you all that's listening, get ready. Get prepared for the evangelist. Tony Montgomery, and Elder Ron Montgomery. This is a present that God has gifted us on tonight. Man and woman of God, are you all ready to present us with the word of God on tonight? We are here. Yes. yes. They say they're here and they're ready. Well, let's go. if in your <laughs> hands. Okay.
2: Good evening, believers in Christ. It's so good to feel you out there.
3: So uh, we're going to start with the word of prayer And then we're going to move into the lesson for tonight So Father we come and we lay ourselves at your feet That you Lord God might minister to the needs of the body tonight We ask God that you word our mouth That you give us the wisdom of the word That will bless your people we thank you, Lord God, for um, for just this opportunity, Lord, to to uh, spend some time in your presence and with your people. We ask God that you continue to give us an understanding and wisdom that will, Lord, not only uh, reach for today, but whoever hears this word, God, that you would give it strength that it will perform what you. Have designed for the word to perform And it won't come back void So we just thank you for all that you've put in place That your people might be blessed We ask these things in Jesus' name Amen
0: Amen
2: Amen. Amen. Our scripture for the night is Ephesians 4.32 Mm
0: -hmm.
2: Be kind and compassionate to one another Yeah Forgiving each other Mm Just as in Christ, God forgave you. Mm. Ephesians 4.32, beautiful example that Christ set for us.
3: So we uh, are going to talk about forgiveness
2: tonight. Yes, our theme is forgive as God forgives. Freedom through forgiveness. Mm. Okay. We want to start with a case study. Oh. Listen to this. I heard uh, Minister Sylvia say, uh, y'all get your questions ready and your comments. And we want to do that. We want to leave a lot of space for that tonight. Um, and we're going to start off with a case study. We're going to talk about Lois and James. Oh. Okay. They dated for a year and then they got married. Mm-hmm. While on their honeymoon, James was surprised to learn that Lois had an affair with the previous boyfriend only weeks before the wedding. Obviously, this news devastated James. It became a major stumbling block in their relationship. After two months of attempting unsuccessfully to deal with their emotions, Lois and James came to marriage counseling. Okay. During the first meeting, they were told that she would be required to do things that would reassure James that she wanted to make her marriage with him work. Mm -hmm. James agreed. He insisted this marriage is over unless she's willing to make a commitment to change. Mm. Laws promised to commit. However, James, overcome with hopelessness, called his lawyer, and served his wife with divorce papers. Huh? Despite this, they continued to meet with the mentors, mm-hmm. learn more. Of their more of their story was learned as their time was spent with the counselors. James was raised by his father after his mother left the family when he was eight. Mm. As the oldest, James was forced to care for his siblings. As a result of his mother's abandonment, James grew up with little trust for the women in his life. He watched his father bring woman after woman home to meet him and his siblings. It seemed each time they became more closely acquainted with their father's new friend. And as soon as that happened, the woman stopped coming around. James, his brothers and sisters felt violated and abandoned. Naturally, when James leaned Nine. yeah, when he learned of the news of Lois's affair, the past emotions of violation and abandonment surfaced. From James's perspective, all of his problems were centered on Lois. Lois made a remarkable turnaround with a couple of weeks. She had done everything asked of her, proving her willingness to stay in his marriage. However, despite the fact that Laws did what James asked, he could not forgive her. He said, "I just can't forgive Laws. We never had a solid foundation for our marriage, and everything was built on a lie." James was unwilling to give Laws another chance, and their marriage ended. In the previous lessons, we learned that our actions do not define who we are. Christ is our definition and the role model of our actions. We also examine our need to be committed to obedience and prayer. We're going to examine how we discover freedom through forgiveness When we accept Christ as our Savior, according to 2 Corinthians 5.17, y'all get those pencils out. 5 and 17
3: says, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come, and the old has gone, and the new is here.
2: 2 Corinthians 5.17, write that down. I know some of y'all want to talk about it here later on. So according to uh, that, Second Corinthians five seventeen, we become new creatures. The Spirit of God dwells within us, as John fourteen seventeen says. And we have a new option for our lives that wasn't available to us as unbelievers. We can choose to allow God's Spirit to control our lives, helping us to do things that please God during our lives before Christ. Because of our sinful natures We couldn't please God No matter how hard we tried to be good Or to do good works While Christians say they understand That indwelling Holy Spirit guides our lives Often we choose not to be committed To obedience to God Through the Holy Spirit That choice is called sin What did I say? He said that choice is called sin. Not being committed to obedience to God through the Holy Spirit is called sin. Sin. Ah, hmm. We can choose to allow God's Spirit to control our lives, forcing us to do things to please God during our lives before Christ. Because of our sinful natures, we couldn't please God, no matter how hard we tried to do good works. While Christians say we understand the indwelling of the Holy Spirit guides our lives, often we choose not to be committed to obedience to God through the Holy Spirit. That choice is called sin. It is important to understand that sin is an attitude of the heart. We have chosen to follow our wants and desires rather than doing what we know pleases God. This wrong choice is a result of our focusing on temporal worldview, motivated by pride, selfishness, and concern for reputation or social prestige. When we recognize our sin and our need for God's forgiveness, we've taken the first step. Man's heart is naturally corrupt. Even Christians, left on their own resources and operating under their own strength, will eventually turn away from God because our hearts are naturally wicked. You
3: say our hearts are naturally wicked. Well,
2: Well, yeah, Jeremiah 17.3 has something to say about that. 17.9. Okay. And he says the heart is deceitful, above, above all things, and beyond cure. And wow. That's the question. Who can understand
3: it? No one. No. Well, <coughs> God can understand the heart. Mm-hmm. We- and the one who understands it has a solution. Okay. Okay. So when we think about that. We we think about uh, Matthew fifteen seventeen through nineteen. What does that say, Ron? You you gonna oh? To, I'll do no, it. No,
2: I got it. Okay. Y'all turn to Matthew fifteen seventeen through nineteen. 19.
0: Hmm?
2: And these are the words of Jesus. Or Jesus. Jesus right. Anything you eat passes through the stomach and then goes into the sewer. Ooh, that's a serious vigil. Um, but the words you speak come from the heart. That's what defiles you. For from the heart come evil thoughts, murder, adultery, all sexual immorality, theft, self- lying and slander so when we said that the man has an evil nature this backs it up these are the words of christ and remember he was talking to the uh, disciples
3: here because they had mentioned that uh he jesus had offended the uh sadducees and pharisees because they hadn't washed their hands hmm. And he was like saying, "It is not your hand; it's not your hands that defiles you. It's what comes out of your heart that defiles you." Mm-hmm. Amen. And so, in, in that in that light, to really think, what kinds of things come from our heart?
2: What are some of those things? You said again: unclean thoughts and actions, murder. Adultery, sexual immorality, theft, Mm -hmm. false testimony, slander, and the list goes on. Mm -hmm. And the list goes on.
3: Yeah, and so a lot of what we see in the world, but you have to remember that this word is coming to the saints, not to ain't. Mm -hmm. Ah, I say the saints and. Mm -hmm. but it is for God. Is is correcting his people And drawing his people to him And so sometimes We as people We get stuck We get stuck So we should uh, Yeah That It says when a a man's ways Are pleasing to God He makes even his enemies Live at peace with him
1: That's what it
3: says So, So God desires That That we, his people Are uh, protected And that we are in peace Even with our enemies Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. there's got to be A a way that we really That that we really Understand what God Is looking at How is God looking at man? how does God look at me When we We'll look at First Samuel 16
2: and 7. But the Lord said to Samuel, Do not consider his appearance or his height, for I have rejected him. The Lord does not look at the things man looks at. Man looks at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. Oh, my. So here we go. The heart is desperately
3: wicked. God is like looking at those people who he desires to serve him and he's not looking at what at what the what we look at he doesn't look at man the way we look at me so here uh in first samuel is when you know god has rejected saul because you know saul was trifling and he did what he wanted to do and god had to say no i need a king that is going to that's going to be a man after my own heart, so he sends Samuel down to Jesse's house, and he says, "I've already prepared. I've already prepared that the next king of Israel mm-hmm. and he goes down jesse goes i mean uh Samuel goes down to Jesse's house, and Jesse has all these good looking sons, tall, mm-hmm. handsome. And and as he parades them before Saul, I mean hmm. Samuel, the the spirit is saying, nope, he ain't the one. Nope, I rejected him. Nope. Yes, it and you keep looking on the outside and say, God, he, he looks like a king. And he looks to Jesse, he said, are these all your sons? He said, no, I got one out in the field, That youngest one. He's out there.
2: What was his name?
3: Uh, his name was David.
2: Oh. <laughs>
3: so he yes. sent. So as soon as uh, David walked in, he out in the field,
2: you know. He all sweaty.
3: all sweaty and nasty. And, and he's the youngest, so he hasn't come fully into his uh, manhood yet. Right. He comes in, and then the oil come, jumps out of the horn. Because he is is. now This is the king And so he anoints David King And he doesn't immediately get a throne But he gets the anointing of God Mm -hmm. And that's what he desires Mm -hmm. So many people today Spend a tremendous amount of time And money To ensure that their outward appearance Is perfect That's it By contrast, God desires that Christians be more concerned about the part of us that only he can do. That's the heart. Mm
0: -hmm.
3: And so God is is working on us. I don't care how cute you are. If your heart is uh, nasty, (laughs) full of sin, you doing stuff that's trifling.
0: It does not please God. Well.
3: That's it. That's it. So how do
2: we deal with that, Ron? How do we deal with that? Well, let me give you the uh, gift of forgiveness. When we come to faith in Jesus Christ, Uh we're transformed. Uh Get those pencils out from 2 Corinthians 5.17. And it says, this means that anyone... Wait a minute, the thing skipped on me.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Let me start again. Start again. Second uh, Corinthians 5, 17. There's 17 hiding over there me. This means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone. A new life has begun. Any it good to know that? By like knowing in Christ, you can forget about that old life. And so we a
0: new Christ.
3: identity in Christ. Because,
0: yeah. not because of
3: anything that we did,
0: huh, because but it because it of his it
3: faithful it actions of, uh, as a sinless sacrifice. What he did on the cross, Jesus shed his innocent blood. So God, look at this, so God, in his grace, could forgive the sins of every person on the face of the earth
0: mm, mm-hmm,
3: mm-hmm. So everyone has the opportunity to be forgiven But they're going to have
2: to seek that out Ephesians 1-7 says In him we have redemption through his blood The forgiveness of sins in accordance with the riches of God's grace that He lavished upon us, in, in, in Ephesians one seven,
3: um, and He lavished that on us, so we all have wisdom and understanding. God is just amazing. So He would send, He sends His Son to sacrifice His life, so we will have the right to the tree of life. That's
2: it. Okay, let me give y'all something to think about. Uh-huh. And I want y'all to comment on this when we get ready to open it up. Because we're, we're getting ready to finish up here, and we want y'all to to respond to some of the things that we've said tonight because y'all have experience and knowledge, and uh, all we can do is, uh, is is hopefully provide a conduit to which you can share that with us. And, but now think about this. Take time to reflect upon what you know about the crucifixion. Oh. So, as you do this, what comes to mind?
3: So, Ron, what comes to mind when you think about the crucifixion?
2: Well, I kind of dance on the surface of this. Uh, it was painful. And it was ugly. (laughs) I guess I thought it was an example to me of what could happen to me if if I don't mind the power that be. We we put through some ultimate punishment here unless we uh, conscribe to what uh, uh, we're expected to do or avoid what we're expected not to. Yeah, the process of forgiveness involves two steps. These are two steps that are required now. We're probably we're talking to believers here now, because you have to have a consciousness and a love of God and Christ.
0: Okay,
2: those two required steps are confession and repentance, and that's a good uh, discussion point too. Mm-hmm. Confession. And repentance. Confession is agreement with God that you have engaged in an act of thought of disobedience. Mm. Repentance is turning from the disobedient act and committing to God not to return to that particular sin. What is John one First John one nine say? I say they put this in the in the in the Bible just
3: for me. My name is somewhere real close to it it says if we confess our sins he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness my my the way i memorize it it says and cleanse us from all unrighteousness mm-hmm. and so god has not only forgiven and cleansed us <sighs> when we confess our sins he erases the sins as if we never, if they never took place. He chooses, he chooses to remember them no more, y'all. When I have done things that are so ungodly, he still, yet forgives me. You know, we not always been saved. Maybe, maybe you have always been saved. I have not always. Been. <laughs> I've done some things that I knew were wrong, and I did them anyway. Mm-hmm.
0: And and God
3: God yet forgave me he Yet he forgives me now when I am uh slowful or I don't get up and do the things that he's told me to do, or like like I'm supposed to study for this Monday night class, I don't always get it all done and he and he and he does it it pricks my heart. Because he said, look, daddy, you ain't right. You not right. Mm. And I have to confess my sins. I have to confess that I've not done what he called me to do. Mama,
2: And
3: then he forgives me. He forgives me. And cleans me from all unrighteousness. So that blood that covers every one of my sins, y'all,
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And, and and when he says it covers our sin It covers what in the past What we do in the present And what we're going to do in the
2: future Because we have
3: all sin And fallen short of the glory of God And because we're human We are constantly having to reconsider That what we say, what we do We want to make sure that We are not uh, going against God but
0: that we're being obedient To what God is telling
2: us To do mm, mm, mm. I got a couple Of scriptures for y'all uh-huh. Psalms 103 12 we get ready to wind This up in so we can uh, Let everybody else talk Psalms 103 12 uh-huh. And Jeremiah 31 34, uh, 34. I got Psalms we're going to get Jeremiah. 31 are going to 31-34. <laughs> 31st, chapter, the 31st uh, 34th verse. Now, Psalm 103, this is interesting. It says, he has removed from our sin. Come on. I should say, he has
0: removed
2: our sin as far from us as the east is from the west. You have got to grasp the significance of this. Why he chose these uh, geographic directions in order to express the amount of of, of forgiveness that he has for our sin. Because if we think about it, think about it on a map or a globe. Okay, let's say you start at the equator and you start going north. Uh huh. When you go way up north and you hit the North Pole and you continue on the same track that you're going, what direction are you going in? South. So you're going south. I'm going south. Right. Mm-hmm. And when you go all the way to the South Pole and you come up on the other side, you continue in the direction you're going, and now you're going north. going north. Mm-hmm. So he didn't say as far as the north is from the south. Come on. He said as far as the east is from the west. So if you start at a point and you start going east, um, how long are you going to go east as long as you stay on that same track? You just allow it to go. You're going to always be going east. Uh, so somehow, yes. he ain't never going to stop forgiving you. No, never. Do you understand that? And we have to be very, very careful not to play that grace card. Uh,
3: you mean like, not like you said seven times, seven
2: <laughs> exactly Okay So so God remove our sin From us mm, And he always will But yes. so remember confession
3: going, And repentance and So in Jeremiah 31 And 34 It says No longer will They teach their neighbors or say to one another, Know the Lord because they will all know me from the least to the least of them to the greatest, declared the Lord. For I will forgive their wickedness and will remember their sins no more. Oh, that's it. That's I'm telling you, God got us covered. And we will need to really think about forgiveness. Many Christians today find it difficult to accept forgiveness of God on God's terms. Their difficulties spring from two main sources. First, they feel guilty and view God's forgiveness as unattainable. Mm. And then they believe they can they must work off their offenses to receive god's forgiveness so that's what we get into that mentality to say that i can work off my i can work i can you know i can i can do good work and that will give me an opportunity to get into heaven and god might forgive me mm-hmm. that's not what he said mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. so
3: feeling overwhelming grief i mean guilt from uh, are offenses. People often return to the scene of the crime in their mind. Now, y'all, I don't know about y'all, but I know I'm guilty of this sometimes. So I'm over and over and over. Then, and uh, they they view God's forgiveness as unattainable. Satan uses. Mm. Uh, yeah. You shouldn't Satan uses their guilt to convince believers that they are. Inherently bad and can never change and can never change and so and we know that Slewfoot is the accuser of the brother that he is constantly bringing up what we've done wrong, and y'all we do stuff wrong,
2: you call himopfoot <laughs> but
3: but that is where the blood of Christ so go back to the uh to the uh crucifixion, that's where the blood of Christ covers our sins.
2: Exactly, because this yeah. is
3: where the devil is
2: wrong. Mm-hmm. Because he tries to convince believers that they are inherently bad and can never change. Yeah, we inherently bad. It says that up in Jeremiah. Um, the heart is deceitful above all things and beyond cure. Who can God. understand it? Who can understand it? And that's the answer. God understands it, and He's got the cure. Yes, but right. The devil doesn't want to let you believe it. Yes. But we talked enough. Let's let these people talk. Y'all talk to us. Tell us what you heard tonight, what you thought. I know a lot of those things, y'all have some some pretty good experiences, some pretty good thoughts.
1: Um, Tell us what you know. The lines are open on Blog Talk. If you have something you want to say or ask, if you want to say something on Facebook, you can type it in now. The lines are open. Please speak at this time. Yeah. And while we're waiting
3: for comments, I just want to say one more thing.
2: Uh oh.
3: It's that uh when we're dealing with guilt, we have to remember that Romans eight and one, that we uh that now there's no condemnation to them who love the Lord
0: uh
3: according to uh, his promises of our
1: new life. That's just, just to put that in there. That's it. Mm, mm, mm. Hey, Amen. Well, while we waiting on them to say something, I, I want to say something. I'm, I'm just, I know you uh, need. Yeah, I'm just sitting here thinking about what was just read about <clears throat> from the east to the west. So I was drawing mm-hmm. diagrams on my paper. I said, if I'm going uh-huh. from the north to the south, like you said, I can head down. It's like stooping down, mm-hmm. but eventually I got to come up because of the mm-hmm. need for the natural. But in the spirit of right. I'm going down from the north to the south, I could only go so far before I have to start coming back up to the north. So Come it's going on, up man. and down, up and down. But if I'm mm-hmm. going in one direction, and say you're going in another direction, you could head in west, and I'm heading east. No matter how we leave each other in the middle, each time we cross each other, we're still heading in the same direction. You was going west, and I was still going east. <laughs> Come on, we can keep coming around and around and around, but we're going to still keep going in the same direction. My east is never going to change to west, and and your west is never going to change to east. We're going to mm. still be going in the same direction, and we can never, like you say, if God separated, it can't be undone. He's not going to se- mm. not gonna not forgive you. He's separated yeah. from the east to the west. And I, I'm like, mm. okay, with everything that was said, that right there just stuck.
0: I'm yeah. not only a new
1: creature. I've been forgiven because mm-hmm. God has separated my sins from the east Ooh. to the west. Come when, on. I, when I look at it like that, I say, God, you didn't just tell me that. You mm. didn't just say that. You, you told me that when your word said that the your love is going to, your uh, rebuking and, then you're, you're a and then your discipline is going to start in the church. When you yeah. started with the, the, uh, the scribes and the Sadducees, you still said yeah. that there was a chance they could have been
0: forgiven and no? become mm-hmm. a
1: new creature. Because yeah, you were not... willing to forgive us, separate our sins from the East and the West.
0: Yeah. But they didn't
1: get it. They didn't get it. No, God, I, no. Thank you. I thank you. I thank you. Thank you, Lord. Woo! The lines are open for anybody that has something to say on tonight. Don't miss don't miss the opportunity to get in on this blessing. Please make a comment Amen. on
4: tonight. Amen. Please. This is silly. I have a comment, but as I finish with a comment, there's gonna be a question. Um okay. there was someone who was um Asked a question about, um, sin and they addressed, uh, like murder, they addressed adultery, um, but when it came to homosexuality, practicing, um, the perversion of the sexual sin, they didn't touch it. And I thought Mm -hmm. to myself, I said, It's amazing how sin is sin, Yeah. but we like to teach that you can commit adultery, God's going to forgive you. You can commit murder, God's going to forgive you, but when it comes to homosexuality, not blaspheming the Holy Spirit, but when it comes to homosexuality, God's not going to forgive that, and so you hear so many... Preachers preaching on that But they themselves Whether they're a down low Or whatever They're not teaching on Sin being sin And no matter Mm -hmm. What that sin is God is forgiving it And like I said we're not talking about blaspheming The Holy Spirit But it's just amazing me How so many um, People of the cloth That I'm um, Amen. I was sitting under yeah. them or working with them before in ministry, mm-hmm. I noticed right. that they have what we call the unforgettable sins or this mm-hmm. sin is worse than that sin. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. like, you no, know, mm-hmm. he said sin. That's
0: it. Exactly. He came
4: for sin. And That's so it. my question is, why do you think that we, as um, leaders, try not to talk about things when sin is sin, and uh, there is no compartment for the adulterer. There is no compartment <laughs> for the uh, murderer or the fornicator. That's sin right. is sin, and if God sends his son for sin, those are sins.
1: That's it. All no there. level of sin. So no level of sin.
4: My question is, what could we do as leaders to make other leaders free enough that they know they need Mm -hmm. to teach that sin is sin? There is no, Mm -hmm. in the blasphemy of the Holy Spirit, there is (laughs) sin is sin. So how can we strengthen them or encourage them to not tap dance around certain sins?
2: Right. And I think that we just have to instill this lesson of forgiveness in them To make sure that they uh, Because there's a lot of condemnation And the scripture clearly says In Christ there is no condemnation They're not condemned Because they're forgiven But now don't forget when you come to Christ uh, Forgiveness is is given But there's Requirements for it. confession and repentance. Right. So I mean, and repentance. Confession is saying, "Yeah, okay, I admit it. It was sin." And repentance means I'm not going to do that anymore.
0: Yeah.
2: I, w- I won't do that. Your behavior has to change appropriately for that. And that provision has to be preached to uh, those who are condemning people to hell because of the sins that they're committing. The uh, and and uh, they wind up having what they call unforgivable sins as defined by the clerics who are preaching in that way. Um, so I think that maybe that's, uh, not maybe, but definitely begin with the forgiveness and the expectation and the requirements for forgiveness of the believer.
0: uh to uh,
3: continue in that conversation, uh, first, Apostle, I thank you for asking that question. Uh, again, uh, when people look on uh, the sin of homosexuality, I really think that they uh, misunderstood what happened in, with Solomon and Gomorrah. And because they see My that mind. as God destroyed that place because of the sin. Now, the sin did go up before him. But if you remember when... Uh, the angels were there talking to Abram, and they said, "Should we tell him?" And he said, "They said yes." And then Abraham is now bargaining. The scripture tells us that uh, that that is uh, uh, the representation of Jesus Christ bargaining with this angel. They said, "Well, you know, if there's if there's fifty, will you not destroy it?" Looking for the righteous. It was the absence of righteousness, which mm-hmm. goes back to your point. Mm-hmm. Apostle, that the people who were supposed to be there to be in to to uh, to let the people know that they were sinning, had become part of the culture, and they were no longer teaching the word of God. They had gone in and became part of the culture, so there was no righteous to stand up for Jesus, uh, for the kingdom. Right. And I think that what we're looking at in today's time is the same thing. If I can mm-hmm. identify sexual sin because it is a sin against the temple is what many people are saying. But if that's the case, when you're gluttonous, that's a that's a sin against the the, the temple. When you are uh, not getting up and exercising and doing that, that's a sin against the temple. Mm. So all of those and sin is like you said, sin is sin. So for us to encourage our clergy, clergy to basically understand what they're standing against, and understanding that it was the righteous that was lacking, that's why that Amen. was that, that was destroyed. So what is the righteous doing right now, and and why are we in a place where we can be destroyed because we're not standing up for what the kingdom says. We're standing up for what we think because mm-hmm. it's easy for us to point fingers. It's easy yeah. for us to point fingers, but because we don't know a man's heart, we are pointing fingers. And 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 where's the scripture said in in Matthew where we need to be taking the the, the beans?
0: Mm-hmm. The tree out, out of God.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we got the splinter, we're taking a splinter out of there. Yeah. So I don't know if I answered your question, but I think part of it is understanding what sin is and mm-hmm. really getting all of us to agree that what the scripture says sin is, is sin. And then to to point people to Christ, understanding that the church is a hospital. And when you point people to Christ, they come and they bring their sin sickness with them. Now, they can't stay that way, but they need Amen. to bring it to Christ and put it at the altar so they can be cleansed. Okay. I'm, I'm I'm talking too much. But that's it.
4: That's what I think. Amen. Thank you so much, because when we talk about sin against the body, the act of sexual perversion, whether it's man with man, woman with woman, or man with a woman, is still a sexual perversion that's going against the word of God, because you're still practicing with that Mm. temple. Right, right. So whether you're doing it with a dog, a person, you're still practicing it with that temple, that imputed righteousness, as you said, is
0: Mm.
4: we're deciding that our flesh fulfillment is more important than the imputed Work, righteousness right, right. of God. So I, I, I thank you so very much. And it is yes. all about forgiveness. And I can't yes. forgive this sin and not that sin. No, he forgives sin. Well,
0: I we, know he's forgiven it for me. Mm-hmm. Hey,
3: amen. But we can't. Yeah. We, we don't get to forgive sin that's why the sadducees and the pharisees were going crazy mm. when he said yes because the only person that can forgive sin is christ jesus mm-hmm. that's it that's it and so and i you know, thank so, god for that amen <laughs> yeah. amen because i'd be in trouble now i'd be in trouble right you and me both
0: <laughs>
3: you know so uh because he made that provision that. That's why he didn't leave us in charge That's why he sent his son <laughs> Yeah. No, he he, know, man, he, like uh, give, he uh, didn't give
1: him an assistant spokesman He said Jesus you take care of it I
0: know.
3: <laughs> <laughs> And he humbled himself Even
4: unto
1: the
4: cross Yeah. Amen. Amen. Thank you all so much
1: Is there anyone um, else on blog talk Would like to uh, make a comment Or ask a question the lines are open. Mm. You know, I think it's a lot. 50, of times, one of
4: those out subjects. Uh, <laughs> yes, I was just
1: going to say, I think a lot of times people don't want to say anything because they may say, "Oh, I don't think they well, that's going to be a silly question," or "I don't think." No, it's not. If the word said you, you want and Ask for it if you like it. Ask for it if you don't yeah. you know. You don't know. And and the only question that's a bad question or a silly question is the ones not asked because you would not be sure The word said no sin shall enter in. There's not a level of sin. That's not the B level, the A level, or the top level. All it is, the only level of sin it is is S-I-N. Anything under sin is sin. Every level is the top level. So, mm. when people don't ask, I'm, I'm like Apostle said, it may be a ouch moment. But some mm-hmm. of they say, well, you know what? Well, I done put so many people in hell. I don't even know what to say <laughs> behind that. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't that the truth? You, you know, because when, be when I started start start off that. talking tonight, I said, we're we're so busy judging people, uh, saying who mm-hmm. gonna make it in or who not gonna make it in. We don't know who's going to make it in. We should be more concerned about what I do. You got five Mm -hmm. fingers, and if you point the thumb and your index finger back at you, the other three will, they'll point at you also.
0: Worry about
1: you. Worry about Mm -hmm. your ministry. What God has told you, but like you said, uh, Evangelist, keep God's word first. Speak Mm righteously. Tell them, okay, God said no. We're not going to do that. And I like uh, 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 Elder Ron say, east from the west. You keep going around, <laughs> you're constantly going in the same direction. You can never overcross yourself, keep heading in the same direction, east to the west. Or if you're going to go right. in the direction of the west, you're going to, every step, which way are you going west, my man? Which way you traveling? <laughs> I'm going this way, girl. I'm going west. You're going to keep going. You got to keep going around. So if you keep going around, God will deliver you. As Apostle oh, said, just
0: practice it.
1: Come up out of it. You can't stay here. Mm-hmm. No. No. Mom.
0: Yeah. Mom. yeah. Stop, and, and, stop and the and the walk. walk.
3: Yes. And and we learn to forgive ourselves. I think some and Yeah. Sometimes our biggest issue is that we don't we won't forgive ourselves. It goes and back you know, to that uh, Yeah. They going, going over it. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You're
1: so right because I think that is a, a lot of us, I think that is one of our biggest sins. We can forgive everything and everybody, but we don't forgive ourselves. Right, 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 right. Yes. Me and Apostle was talking you know,
4: earlier. Oh, go, go ahead. No, go ahead, Apostle. I was going to say, I think... One of the problems that I've seen in my life, I can't speak for other people,
0: is that I had
4: to learn the difference between an apology and conviction and forgiveness. Um, because I was apologizing to God a lot, but I wasn't repenting. I wasn't turning from that thing. I i i, I wasn't even asking him to give me the strength to turn from that thing. I kept apologizing, and I'd go back to my vomit. I kept apologizing, and I would go, but when God mm. was like, no, ask me for the strength to repent so you can stop apologizing to me. And I think until mm. we learn the difference between an apology and true repentance, then we mm. keep returning back to that vomit over and over again.
3: My my mom, the way she would put it, she said, "You know, we got pet sins that we keep around. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. we don't because those those are sins we like, you know. And uh, yeah, but that was mm-hmm. such a clear, vivid picture of possible that yeah. we will we we will uh, continually apologize." but we will not repent. And until we really repent and give that to Christ, then once he covers that sin, we don't go back to it. That's it. You know, I had a young lady ask me, she said, why are you so confident? Uh, you it doesn't seem, Nothing seems to shake you. I said, it's not that nothing seems to shake me, but my confidence is in Jesus Christ and not in myself. That's it. Amen. Amen. And so yeah, so the, when when you really when like you said, when we really repent, then our confidence is not or or that desire is no longer in us. That God takes the taste out of our mouth. We yeah. And and then we, we get to then really uh, eat from the, the good of the land. We get to, we can tell other people, look, this is doable. God would not have sent His Son for unlivable salvation, y'all. Oh, amen. Yeah. amen. He so amen. He,
0: he forgives amen. us
3: because we can, because He's the only one that can. My,
0: my. Anyway, I,
4: Amen.
1: Thank y'all so much.
4: Thank you. thank you. This was delicious tonight. It was truly yes, delicious. Was. Thank you.
1: Yes, it was. I'm going to, before we close out, I'm going to ask one more again. Is there anyone that would like to make a comment or a statement on tonight before we close out? The lines are open. you got a few minutes. Amen. Thanks, God.
3: Thanks.
1: Okay, well, I thank you all for tuning in. Facebook. I thank you all for looking at this and sharing it, and I thank you all for looking at it in the replay. I thank you all for listening to it on blog talk and looking forward to, to listening to it again in the archive. We want to say tonight's lesson was an awesome lesson. Um, I don't know if you all got anything out of it, but I got a lot out of tonight's lesson is that mm-hmm. sin is sin. There's no level of sin except out of the, uh, how they say, when you commit sin, you out of the will of God. That's what I got right. out of tonight. Not being in the will of God. So just knowing that, know that this foundational scripture that this ministry stands on is Matthew 6 and 33. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Oh. All, that's his minister, Ron, all these things. We want to say, Uh, Please come back on Wednesday at 4 p.m. to hear what God has put on my heart to talk about as far as Wisdom Wednesday at 4 p.m. Central Mm -hmm. Standard Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Come back on Friday to see what God has put um, on my heart to share with you all at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Come back on Sunday at 9.30 a.m. Central Standard Time, 10.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to hear what our very own Apostle-elect, Dr. Cecilia Kaiser, has been given from God to share with us. Come back next Monday, the fifth Monday, at 9 p.m. Central Standard – I'm sorry, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for our fifth Monday, which is our youth service, which we will be having with our very own elder – Lauren Seabury I want you all to please understand that when you're out of the will of God you're entering in into sin don't have pet mm. sins don't have levels of sin but as long as it's not blasphemy, as the woman of God Apostle or possibly like kept said tonight you can yes. be forgiven yes. you can be forgiven I don't mean to repeat it every day but you can be forgiven you ask God to forgive you and walk into yes. it and think, I don't I don't want to live like this no more because I want to be pleasing and I want to be in God's will. if you all need yes. a prayer line, we have a prayer line with Pastor Linda Handy, 605-313-4818, 605-313-4818. The access code is six four seven one four seven. Access code is six four seven one four seven. If you need a, another prayer line, you can Pastor Carmen has a prayer line, 605-313-4284, 605-313-4284. Her access line is 528-2607, 528-2607. And if you need to have a prayer text line where you can text in your prayer, you can go with Reverend festus Johnson at... Three three one two four four zero zero seven nine, three three one two four four zero zero seven nine. That is the information we have for you all on tonight. We love you with the love of the Lord. There's nothing you can do about it. I'm going to let the man and woman of God on tonight have the closing words. But we thank you all for joining us on tonight for this delicious seven-course meal. Now here's your dessert. <laughs> Thank you, Heavenly Father. We come before you, oh Lord,
2: just to thank you. Thank you for all you provided us with. Lord, I just marvel at the technology that we're able to speak with each other, share your word, share our experiences, and share your forgiveness of us for the things that we've done. T- throughout these miles that we're apart, and we're sharing these experiences right now. In the present, Lord, we just want to enact your word in our futures, oh, Lord, and continue. We love the lesson of knowing what forgiveness is and even what it isn't. As the apostle pointed out, uh, Cecilia pointed out to us, that uh, apology
0: Mm. is
2: not part of forgiveness. Mm. Confession and repentance are the yeah. things that the believer knows must be the actions of forgiveness. Yeah. And, oh, Lord, we just pray that you may just instill these truths in our hearts and put them in our steps so that we are doing these things and not only feeding them in
0: our hearts, So oh Lord. Bury
2: them deep. Protect us, oh, Lord, as we go to and fro our appointed duties, God. We pray that everything we do is in your will. Oh, Lord, oh, we look for doing things that are in your will. Lord, and protect us and protect those we love and protect all of are your full body of Christ. We ask and we give thanks and we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.
1: Amen. Oh, and we want to
3: say happy birthday.
1: Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. It's just such a blessing. I'm still celebrating. I'm i know. still celebrating. <laughs> mm-hmm. Thank you all. Good night, everyone.
0: Good night, bud.